0: charlie i want to tell you something this episode of quality control is brought to you uh by uh loot crate uh if you're if you're a fan of loot crate i am a fan of loot crate me too uh loot crate will uh it's like a friend having a friend who knows just what you like and sends you a box of really cool stuff every month um for less than 20 bucks you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear uh and uh collectibles apparel like really neat stuff and if you head over to quality uh, uh lootcrate.com slash control and enter code control you can save three dollars on any new subscription this month they're doing a galaxy theme so of course you're gonna get some stuff from star wars force awakens uh, uh and you're gonna get so, uh, an exclusive funko pop uh stuff from halo 5 uh a lot of re- uh, exclusive shirt a lot of really cool stuff um but there's a trick to this. You only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe to get that month's crate. So if you want the cool Halo 5 stuff, the Star Wars stuff, you got to do this right now. Go to lootcrate.com slash control and enter code CONTROL to save $3 on your new subscription today. My guest today is Charlie Hall. He's here to talk about our number 10 game of the year, Rocket League. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening into Polygon's Quality Control. Charlie Hall, welcome to the program yet again. Pleased to be here, Mr. McElroy. What, what a, an exciting time of year it is where we uh, take the uh, uh, games that came out in the year, forget a bunch of them ever existed, and just leave ourselves with 10. The 10 that are canon, actual games that came out in 2015. Everything else is just garbage. <laughs>
1: That is correct. That is what this list is all, is all about. The only games that you need to trouble yourself with right.
0: um, for several days until the next year it begins. Charlie, you are, relatively speaking, in the grand scheme of things, uh, fairly new to, to game journalism as a field. Uh, it been the past few years you've been doing this professionally. What do you, what do you think of Game of the Year awards? What is your per- Before we start talking about Rocket League, what is your personal take on, on Game of the Year stuff?
1: I hate it with a red-hot burning passion of a thousand flaming suns, Justin. So a
0: little kind of equivocal, still trying to figure out where you come down on it. Cool, let's my, dig into that.
1: My, my big problem is that the games that I spend the majority of my time playing are never on the top ten list, except for this year, when Rocket League was on this list mistaken list that
0: I am so excited to get to talk about this fantastic game today. Yeah, for a game that came out with very little fanfare and was basically free uh, and was uh, had something, uh, kind of a, a generic name, though not quite as generic of a name as it had when it first came out as a different game when its prequel was released. Uh, 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 Rocket League has sort of had this groundswell of Support behind it that has just seemed to continue to to grow. It turned into one of those things where if you weren't playing Rocket League, you had three or four people telling you that you had to get on board. Um, how did you how did you find this game, Charlie? I found
1: this game <clears throat> by copy editing Smith Sarkar's uh, June piece on the free games coming to PlayStation Plus members in July. I said, "Smith, did you?" Did you get this right? This it's Rocket League and it's the spiritual successor to supersonic acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. Is that is that a real thing that happened in 2008 or was I on lewds? And he's like, (laughs) no. No, that's the thing that happened. I looked on the internet and there's multiple places that claim this game came out in 2008. No one had ever heard of it. Yeah. And Smit and I were both there wringing our hands going, well, what a shit show for PlayStation Plus in July. You've got this... Spiritual successor to a game no one's ever heard of and a few other things that are 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 decent but fairly short plays. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, it's all anybody could talk about. Mm-hmm. And we like lit a fire under poor Ben Kachera and said, get over there and play this game. We need a review on it. Stat. And it was just nuts. And and frankly, I've been returning to that game on a almost weekly basis to play it because it's just, it's so easy to pick up and get familiar with and then get good at.
0: How do you how do you approach games like this? Because I I I'll be honest I I have never been one who, to get really drawn into games uh, that were multiplayer focused that didn't have much of a sense of progression. Which I, I guess Rocket League doesn't in the literal sense. I mean, you're not getting things that uh, are provide a gameplay advantage. I guess. Um, so like, how do you how do you sort of measure your progress when when you're playing? You know, it's.
1: I liken it to that Gears of War one state that we were all in when, when Gears of War one came out. Right, it was like it was in that period before that whole FPS progression unlocks system really became de rigueur across every single FPS <laughs> right. game ever. Leave you leave could game, unlock. David. You could unlock some stuff, but mostly it was like skins and things to, you know, essentially put funny hats on your Gears of War characters. But people got good at it, and people developed a role and a specialty. And the maps were kind of few, like there were maybe a a good six or eight maps of Gears of War 1, but people really developed an affinity for certain play styles within each map and within each weapon class. But you didn't get any better, just that. Nothing unlocked. And it's the same way with Rocket League. You just kind of return to it. It's like an old pair of shoes. You know your role. You get in the crease or you get out there as a winger and you jump at the ball or you block the ball and you do what you're good at.
0: Uh, Charlie, the, uh, the Rocket League uh, has, has been – I don't know why I call it The Rocket League like it's a Batman sequel. Rocket League, the game that does not have a the at the beginning. Uh, you've been playing that for quite a few months now, and obviously you've you've grown in your skill set. If you could go back in time and talk to Charlie of June, what pro tips would you give him about Rocket League? What, what what were some of the big mistakes that you have corrected in the in the ensuing months?
1: Oh man. The the most important thing that I can recommend to, to, to past Charlie, coming from future Charlie, is to, is to just say no. Don't get high, Charlie. Do not, do not jump up in the air. Do not hit your boost and try and get in the air with your Rocket League car because no good will come of that. You do not have the skills required, nay, need the skills required to succeed by doing aerials. It's just, it's beyond you. (laughs) Stop wasting your time. Um, And the other thing I would say is, use that boost not to go up, but to go down. I spent a lot of time trying to do all the fun aerial bicycle kick things that you you can do, and people show me on YouTube are possible all the time, but I should have (laughs) just been using, I should have just been using the damn rockets to get back in the ground, get my wheels back under me, and move back towards play because i would i would do all these crazy things and end up like half a field away and and the ball and the game and all the fun is is well behind me and i got to turn around so use your rocket to get back down not to get
0: high so charlie we we divide these uh game of the year uh assignments up uh by letting people write about different things um but i was hoping i could get you to tell me about one of your favorite games of the year that was a Rocket League. What's what's something else that really uh, really grabbed you this year?
1: I'll give you two that really grabbed me this year. Uh, and the first one is still in early access, and it's a keyboard-driven game, and it's called Duskers. Duskers. Uh, D-U-S-K-E-R-S. And the way you play Duskers, the fiction of Duskers puts you as the pilot of like the last little starship in your quadrant. Everything else around you has gone completely silent and you have to scavenge to survive. But the only way that you have to scavenge is by issuing command line commands with your keyboard to a series of wheeled drones that you then send into other ships. So you have this uh, this scanner-like uh, uh, visual from up to, uh, up above top down looking down on your little drones which you can name whatever you want and you have to write like drone Billy go to room three turn around hit this button uh, drone Becky go to room four, fight the monster it's very tense because all you can do is type in these commands. And it's just, it's very cleverly and very excellently done. And the fiction is just well implemented throughout the interface and throughout the experience. And I like it and I can't wait to see where it goes and when it gets finished. And the other one that I've really had so much fun with is Elite Dangerous. Um, That game has really seen a lot of evolution this year. I'm a big space-based simulation goof. Uh, I like following these kinds of games and it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful that game. Um, just watching the planets spin underneath your feet, and I like to use my track IR and get the the faux virtual reality aspects of it. Ugh, That's
0: going to become I more widely it. available this year on on Xbox, right?
1: It's actually currently available on Xbox right now as a as a full release game. It's it's out on the Xbox One. You can play it's, it right now. It's not like accessible, Charlie. Well, I like could... it? You know, it. <laughs> I would love to tutor you. I think what Elite is missing is like a good mentorship because if we were to spend like an hour or two, I think I could really get you into it. Maybe we need to spend some time on Xbox Live. I need to re-up my membership. (laughs) We should go play some Elite. All right. And I'll show you how the planets whirl about the cosmos, my friend.
0: All right, Charlie, thank you so much for making the time to talk to me. we got a lot more stuff coming up in the coming days, uh, uh, a lot more games of the year. Uh, I want to say one more thank you to Loot Crate. Uh, it's a $20 a month subscri- subscription service where you're going to get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture license, gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one of a kind items, and so much more you got to head over to LootCrate.com slash Control and enter code Control to save $3 on any new subscription. Now, this week, uh, or this month rather, is all about Star Wars uh, or the galaxy in general. I mean, uh, okay, the entire universe is about Star Wars this month. The Loot Crate is about the galaxy in general, and that does include some uh, Star Wars loot and some cool stuff from Halo 5, and exclusive Funko Pop, and an exclusive shirt. This month's crate is going to be crazy, but if you want it, you got to get over to Loot Crate by the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and get this month's crate, because after the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash control and enter code CONTROL to save $3 on your new subscription today. For Charlie Hall, my name is Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control.